Hi, mate. Welcome back to the Frothcast, a podcast about... As far as water temperature, freezingness goes, and just like all around like kind of harsh winter vibes. I'm freezing my tits off down here at the moment. <laughs> I'm your host, Hendo, and this is episode 38. This episode features a chat with Survival League Lords Taylor and Chad, all about Bell's Beach, the Losers League, and some other weird stuff. Hi. This episode is brought to you by Blue Cheetos. Why be normal when you can be blue? Just kidding, those don't exist, but I wish they did. Aloha and wasabi doggies, how are ya? Thank you so much for stopping by. We appreciate it. I'm actually watching the Bells contest right now. It's opening round, heat five. There's 36 seconds left on the clock, and Owen Wright, his last dance at Bells, is in the lead with 12.84 heat total ahead of Felipe Toledo, last year's world champion, and Hawaiian ledge dog Ian Gentil, who just did a pretty nice air reverse, and we're waiting for his scores Turns out that he got a 4.3, so that's not going to be enough for him to advance. He needed a 5.72. Felipe is on a last little hurrah wave. He flings the tail out, a little bit of fins out there, pumps down the line, and his boards look good. Looks like he feels good, taking it heat by heat. Nice, classic signature Felipe Toledo air reverse at the end of that wave. Hey, Lauren Michaels or WSL, consider that my addition tape for commenting at the Wassel. Would love to uh, join you guys on the desk sometime. And, oh, we have a nice little replay. Owen just shrouping some awesome backside turns, throwing the fins. And, dude, it's crazy to think this will be his last contest. Anyways, guys, um, how you been? We've been pretty good here. Apologies for missing last week. I turned a day older along with uh, Vincent Van Gogh, if you do the math kind of similar in that way, that guy and I, but uh, not too sure I'll cut my ear, possibly one of my third testicles. You never, never know. Anyways, guys, uh, thanks for stopping by. Had a great conversation here in this episode with the Lords of Survival League, Mr. Chad and Mr. Taylor. We talk all things bells. We talk about some new announcements in the loser's lair, and there is a fantastic film idea thrown around from Mr. Chad himself. So if you guys want to get on board, write us. We would love to have you, and we want to make this thing happen. Anyways, uh, thank you so much for stopping by. I'm Casey Kasob or uh, Vid Scully. You could hang a star on that one and enjoy the Farkin episode. I hope you are well, my friend. Thanks for listening. You're a fucking disaster, my guy. There we go. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen, frothers, trogs, ledge dogs, Mertz and the Stone. We're back with the Frothcast and the Survival League gods. We've got Chad Sauce in the house. Wasabi Bobby. What's up, doggy? Just scarfed a little lunch, getting a little sun. Frothing. I hear Bells is going to be on. I don't know about the forecast, though, but it might be on. Ring a ding ding. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now on Sarfline. There's a couple rollers. You never know, but they have called it on. It is Wednesday, April 5th. Taylor. How you living, dog? Living good, Hendo. Thanks for having me on. Just realized that I'm not really a surfer anymore. I think I've surfed like three or four times this entire year, so I feel like I need to get back into it. Oh, I don't surf. 
I'm right there with you, dude. January was good. I was super motivated and I was like, I'm going to get that surf dad bod. I'm going to fucking rip. And the waves were really good down here. And then February, March, it's been so cold and eggy that, dude, I have not surfed since freaking the Stubbies Pro, dude. Ooh, I know. How do we change that? We need some motivation. We need people to inspire us. We maybe need some prizes, maybe a new Ooh. wetsuit, a new surfboard, and maybe 1K. How can we do that, dude? <laughs> this was not planned, by the way. Talking my language. Yeah, what's up with the Survival League Losers Lair? What's in store? You got any announcements for us? Yeah, so the Survival Gods finally got their ish together and made up a little second chance league also known as a losers league also known as a losers layer where you buy back in to a separate uh spreadsheet and you basically start fresh um same same rules apply as survival league you pick one person to make it past the round of 32 if they do you keep going if not you are out uh this year we're doing for the inaugural prize we're doing uh one thousand dollars a panda surfboard and a brand spanking new ho stevie wetsuit oh stevie oh bro sick can that be a six five a four three a five four short arm full whatever they want whatever suits their fancy whatever um you could go with the the chick suit man you could go with the white spring girl suit if you want and know whatever you want you got that beard on as long as you got keep that beard growing i think you can do whatever you want I'll tell you what, the beard's going to keep me warm. It's been about two and a half weeks, and I've been rocking a 5-4 uh, this winter because I get cold as shit, so hopefully this beard does give me a little bit more of warmth. But speaking of nice prizes and survival league, we do have the Bells Beach Rip Curl Pro longest running surf contest in the history of surf contest one of uh the prestige is insane so we're back in the loser's lair i just made my pick yesterday i signed up we're gonna go around the table real quick talk about who we chose and what you gonna do with that cash surfboard and wetsuit if you were to win chad you're gonna have a new strategy now that you have a second chance it's so funny that you asked that question um because i sat down to enter the loser's layer with my head head hung very low, ashamed of what I've done. And I had no clue. I was literally without an idea at all. And I, I think I, I had to walk away for a second because I just didn't know what to do. I feel like I've tried. I mean, I know I've tried a mul multitude of different things and strategies. So I reverted back to my old ways and I wrote down the remaining contests on tour and then i sat there and stared at the blank paper there with no names i initially chose baron mamiya but then i'm thinking he's never even really surfed this contest you know he didn't surf it last year i don't believe so or did he i don't know either way there wasn't a result that i saw so i thought that was silly and then i decided to uh, amend my pick and I went through it all last year. I was going to go with Felipe, but for some reason, I decided to go with Jack Robinson. My boy, Robbo. Okay. For this year? For this year, because I thought Margaret Rivers coming up. He's back home in Australia. I know it's not uh, Western Australia, and everyone's usually goes heavy on him and Margaret River. He had a good result last year at Bells. I think he had a good result at Portugal. So I think I'm feeling pretty good about it. I think it's a... 
whatever it is, cutty, strategic, smart, clever, too cute. We'll see, but it's a move and I made it. <laughs> too cute. Meet cute. I am saying that's a bit of a zigzag, but not really. He's in the yellow Jeep leader along with Jersey, uh, Molly Picklum, two Aussie mates. And looking at the forecast today, it says three to five, two to three the next day, three to five, six to 10 mm. on Sunday, four to six on Monday. We're seeing blue and somewhat turquoise colors. Surfline has totally fucked our minds by changing the color. So <laughs> yeah. who knows what that means? And I don't know if this is Howley size waves, Australian or Hawaiian. So six to 10 on Sunday, but that's blue. So that means shit wins. So you never know. I think Jack could be a great choice. He is looking in prestige form. Uh, Taylor, do you yeah. have anyone in mind for, or have you made your pick yet? Yeah. So I didn't bother with writing down all the events and thinking too hard. I literally took my mouse. I closed my eyes and I went straight down the list for about three seconds. And I landed on the one and only Nat Young. <laughs> literally did not choose a surfer the surfer chose himself so we'll see how that goes for me and you kept it i kept it good man that's yes. pretty cool <laughs> did you do a scroll with like your mouse with the little knob there or you just went you know it, it took me a little bit of time to actually <laughs> click somebody but mm. uh once i clicked somebody it was not young okay it's kind of like ouija board vibes you yeah let it was a ouija pick Okay. Yeah. I like that. That's a new strategy. I'm not going with the Tom Shelby. I'm not going with the Javianas. I'm not going with the Ouija. I'm going with a pizza pick and I'm talking Italiano. Leonardo Firavante was my pick. Kind of Ouija, kind of rando, but looking at the forecast, it's looking a bit smaller. I just think he's been fired up. You know, he kind of got farked with that watch. He was saying his life was on the line. I think he's really... <laughs> trying to just rep Italy, you know, in my one quarter Italian heritage, they'd be rolling when they hear me uh, that I like pineapple pizza occasionally, but they would be stoked to hear that I'm picking Leo. So I'm going with that. And if I was to get a thousand dollars, I would give 500 to charity and I spend the other 500 on a pizza party with my new wetsuit and surfboard at the pizza place. Nice. So stoked on those prizes. Thank you guys for that. What about you guys? What you going to do with that case if you get it? I'm going to buy a bunch of shovels and invite a bunch of people over to my backyard. We're going to dig a giant hole and we're going to sit in it and we're going to drink cold beer. And you can bring your pizzas there if you want or I'll, I'll, I'll buy them with the 1K. And that'll be our... Uh, that that's kind of charity in and of itself. So that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna dig a giant hole and drink in it. That's awesome. Taylor? Um, I'm gonna go to the grocery store like three times. Uh, <laughs> every time I go to the grocery store, I look at the Cheerios and it's $9 for a small box. It's like, holy shit, what and is it's happening? it's not so, even filled up all the way. The bag's yeah, not even full, I know. It's not it's, filled, it's just, Eggs yeah. are $9. Ugh. You know what you got to do? You got to look down. You all looking up at that top shelf shit. You got to look down at your feet. There's a plastic bags of the imitation bullshit. Get those. It's still five bucks. It used Ugh. to be like two back in the day, but <laughs> probably not good for you. Probably not good for your surf pod, but it's definitely, you could get a lot more with that case for sure. Maybe we start a little chicken farm. Maybe we get a little poultry. Maybe we amend this HOA that I live in and we start getting some poultry back here. Huh? Gobble, gobble. That'd be cool. If John could do a bee farm, we could do a chicken farm or maybe a manatee pool with a bunch of, you know, we start milking little manatees, give them spa days and stuff like that. Why not? Bring it back. Lord knows we need it. Lord knows we need more manatee milk up in this thing. 
Yep, it has been a while. Well, guys, what are you thinking about for Bells today? Are you guys going to watch it? Are you going to be glued? Are you going to be checking it out? Are you stoked? Are you just going to watch Point Break instead? Taylor, what do you reckon? Definitely going to be watching. Uh, I have a couple key guys want to watch. Jow's one of them. Slater with his back up against the wall uh, is going to be interesting to see. And also my boy, Rio Waida, he just posted an Instagram. Hendo, maybe you can cut this up into a clip. Like there's always those surfers who post themselves doing workouts, like Inlo's doing little push-ups and burpees and stuff. But this is one of the gnarliest videos I've ever seen of him working out. He looks just so ripped, so flexible, just getting after it. Like he's Wolverine trading for on like a training montage. Uh, so I want to see how that translates to these these small little waves. I think he could win this event, and he is just the one to watch for me right now. Definitely rookie of the year. I heard he was surfing some onshore slop there while no one else was paddling out. I heard he was out there. What kind of workout was he doing? Was he doing the one where they slap bananas on his stomach like uh, Italo and <laughs> Nat Young? They were making fun of him. That was so good. No, yeah, he was doing like these crazy foot raises he had the exercise bands going on he was just i couldn't even i don't even know what he was doing but uh a lot of stretching mobility strength just getting after it yeah i don't think he's been home for months he's been at bell's training surfing just oversized junky bells and uh he is uh he's the one to watch for me Taylor's got a Taylor's got a thing for Rio, our boy Rio, and I know we've you've done this before, Hendo, but I kind of have a little idea, a little light bulb that just popped up here, and I think we need another little uh, a little song remix because his name is Rio and he dances on the water. <laughs> His name is Rio Handy, dances on the stage. Yeah, <laughs> I something, see it. There's something there. And we get a little edit. Maybe we get, you can edit Taylor in there. They can be doing like a little dumb and dumber in the, the heart shaped jacuzzi, listen through the paper thin walls, cold beer. <laughs> what more could you want? Gunther, play it. <laughs> yeah, take this video of himself. He's crawling around like a bear with a rope wrapped around his um, his waist, holding him back, and he's <laughs> on the ground on all fours, pushing buttons like he's playing like Operation on the floor, like getting some mind activities in there, some eye stuff it's, going. Yeah, mm. some eye stuff. It's just it's insane. Wild. Sounds like some like fast twitch type shit. I actually just started. Uh, I've never been to a gym in like 20 years i just started working out this week let me tell you dude i'm feeling it i'm about ready to punch through this fucking microphone and it has given me phantom shizzlers dude literally when you guys text me today i just wiped and pressed record so it was a quick one in and out and dude working out helps man i tell you so rio good on you like a ghost like like a no no uh like a, a no wiper a ghost yeah you know those Whoa. 30 wipers? This was a no wipe. It's just like, was there even anything there, dude? Yeah. It's like that title born Indonesia. Sphincter exercises. <laughs> that title born in Indonesia. The seven ghosts is more like it. I don't know. Let's yeah. call our buddy Tommy and ask him. Yeah. <laughs> what are you guys feeling on the women's side? Are you guys thinking that 
Steph's going to go. You think Courtney, you guys thinking Carissa, Molly Picklum could be pretty sick there. Isabella Nichols. Joanne DeFay is back. She's been out of the season. She is back. She's ready to say, Je veux tout faire la moitié la nuit for France. What do you guys reckon? You feeling anyone? Dude, I think, uh, I mean, this is not very fun or new, but I am super excited to see what Katie Simmers does. See how she backs up her recent tour victory. The Oceanside local, uh, 17-year-old phenom with world title aspirations. So I'm excited to see how she does. Uh, Yeah, I got stock. I got stock. Mm -hmm. I'm doubling down, tripling down. I think when you mention that, what comes to mind is like Gabriella Bryant and then Betty Lusakoto Johnson. So like these new crop of younger women who have yet to kind of really shine, except for Katie, she's been kicking ass. But I think both Betty Lou and Gabriella have gnarly power and rail game. Yeah. So that could be interesting. You leaning towards anybody, Taylor? Looking for people below the cut to see who's going to really get a good result. You know, Stephanie Gilmore, she needs it. So I think when her back's against the wall, especially with a right hand point break, awesome mm. uh, pick. My girl Coco, Courtney Conalog, let's see if she can back up her second place um, from Portugal. So maybe that's a sneaky good one, too. And then my girl Sally Fitzgibbons, uh, she's kind of had a couple of stinkers, but got fifth last last event. So she's she's at 11, just one below the cut line. So I'm watching out for those three. All right. Well, those are all some good picks on the women's side. And guys, we would be remiss not to mention Owen Wright's last dance at Bell's Beach. Owen Wright has been one of the most inspirational goofy footers since I can remember. I always loved his airbrushes. His air game was on point. He's a tall and gangly dude, and he's a fun dude to partay with. Let me tell you, a couple after parties in Brazil, as well as Mexico. He was looking at me, but I'm not totally sure. I think he was looking straight through me. Go, hi, hi. So we're going to miss him. He's just a genuinely great human. His triumphs with obviously his um, traumatic brain injury that he had at Pipe and persevering through that and then winning Snapper the following year. That was a fantastic story. He's had so many great wins. Do you guys have any specific memories or things that you think of when you think of Owen Wright, Chad? Uh, I just I love his backhand surfing. Uh, He's a tall, gangly, lanky guy. He's got the kind of hair that I uh, that he's just holding on to that hair. It feels like he probably should cut that thing off. But I mean, that's 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 very aspirational for me. That's what I would probably do if I could. Uh, I've always really liked Owen. I really like that name, Owen. I don't know. Uh, But maybe mainly just his backhand surfing. Uh, I'm tall. And so I I respect and I like those those taller surfers had a long great career the right family is a great surfing family so it'll be good maybe he can uh he can cause some trouble mm. up there in bells you know do a little something 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 there yeah shake things up yeah yeah taylor anything for the o-dog when i think of Owen right i think don't think of two foot on shore bells so this is gonna <laughs> be an might be an unceremonious uh, send-off, which is a shame because I love watching Owen Wright just pack huge frontside pits at Chopu, Cloud Break, and, and Pipeline especially. So it's a little sad that they couldn't, I understand, I mean, it's Australia, but um, it would have been nice to see him at like Chopu or, or Pipe with one final send-off. But 
Yeah, I'm I'm a huge fan too. I always, as Chad says, like the taller surfers. I'm I'm six two ish, maybe six three with a on a really good day. So Prove it. I know. <laughs> yeah, he's uh he's like who's the tallest surfer on on tour now? Maybe Jordy or Jordy, I would say maybe. Yeah. Jordy's pretty there's some bigger guys. If you add the third leg, maybe Kolohe, according Ooh. to rumors. <laughs> <laughs> Rumors swirling. <laughs> Tennis ball canister, dude. <laughs> Whoa, dude. <laughs> but yeah, to your point, um, Owen, I guess probably Jordy standing wise, but wingspan, Owen probably had the biggest wingspan of all time. Right. Probably so. He's, he does have those long freaking bird bird arms, those eagle soaring arms. What about you, Hendo? You got any good ones for, for O-Dog? Yeah, I'm going to say um, kind of similar to what Taylor was saying. I will never forget the 2015 Fiji Pro. That was Owen Wright pulling into massive cloud break, getting a perfect 20. And I have this photo with him where he's putting two hands up, doing a 10. I was lucky to just kind of sneak out of the nerd cave, grab a photo with the guy. And nice. that after party at the bar was Bula Vanaka. Holy <laughs> shit. It was good. And of course, somebody out of nowhere at Tower comes by and says, hey, do you want a free shot? Yeah, sure. You get your bar tab at the end of your trip and you're like, what the fuck is this hundred dollar bar tab? No offense, Tarua, but can I get that back? Happens every time. I'm sure people who have been there <laughs> have been skunked. Free. Yeah. <laughs> Don't take a free shot. There's no such thing as a free lunch. I believe that word is transtoffel, according to my old science teacher in middle school or high school or some shit. He <laughs> one time in uh New Orleans with, with Chad, actually, these, uh, these good looking girls sat down at our table. Like you, you want some shots? I'm like, yeah, I want some shots. Start doing some shots, have some fun. They're like, that'll be a uh, $120. I was like, uh, uh, let me get my wallet. And I started running out to the exit. We we're on this patio. This dude tackles me onto the ground, gets his knee in my face and I'm pinned to the ground. And I'm like, Dude, I'm just grabbing my wallet. Like, just, <laughs> then, yeah, I was trying to make a run for it. Then I think we ran back. It all happened so quickly. We were we've been driving across the United States, but I think we ran back to our shitty little motel hotel on the wrong side of town. And I think we uh, rolled a joint out of the page of the Bible. Uh, I'll say my <laughs> ten Hail Marys right now. Yeah. <laughs> There's no free drinks. Free drinks, no free drinks is the, is the moral. Uh, no such thing as free drinks. No such thing. This was New Orleans you guys were speaking of? No. Yeah. Bourbon Street. Never been there. I've always wanted to. It's on my list. I'm adding that with uh, Raglan as well as Columbia Ooh. and uh, a couple others for sure. I got Panama up there on that list. Yeah. yeah. Bocas? Yeah. Kind of anywhere. I just want to get in there. Yeah. I got El Salvador. I'm really eyeing El Salvador these days. Oh, El Salvador is rad. I would say out of those two, I mean, I loved, I went, shout out to Red Frog Bungalows. I stayed there for two weeks and uh, I had a ripping time. I I believe CJ Hobgood and Alex Smith came and they were kind of riding the bluff. And the owner, Ledge Dog Scott, he wasn't sure of my surf abilities until this one day at Wizards. He's like, damn, dude, you should have been going with us the whole time. I'm like, yeah, I've been trying to tell you that, dog. Uh, but we had a ripping good time. And Panama City is loose, dude. Let me just say there is some shit that goes off. Same with Bocas Town. If you go to uh, 
I think it's called like Aqua Lounge and Iguana or some shit. But um, El Salvador, also great. If you go to the place where they have the ISA World Games, that wave's very good. And it's very affordable. It's almost like a undiscovered Bali almost before. But now that we're talking about it, I don't know. I highly recommend both. Is Bali played out? Taylor was texting me about Bali. He says, I'm kind of an anti-Bali guy these days. Is Bali played out? Did we get in, get out, and we're done? As being on the West Coast of the United States, I just think that there's so many more places you can get to quicker. Yeah. For me, I just don't have two weeks to get over there. Like if I was in Australia or Europe, I'd be Bali all day. Mm. Um, but I just like the strike missions down south. I'm going to uh, to Mexico this weekend for a wedding. So oh, sick. just like Rosarito, but uh, I'm hoping to get in the water. I mean, like I said, I don't surf anymore. So yeah. let's see. I might try to sneak away, have a couple of tequilas and get my butt down there. A little mezcal, some, some churros. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would say I don't think Bali's, I mean, I know it's oversaturated with tourism and people going there, but I still think it is one of my favorite places I've ever been. It's very affordable. Once you get there, um, one year I took all my miles. I was staying at Joe's in Santa Monica. Shout out little buddy Riesler. Yeah, uh, he's a mental wise right now. Oh, ledge. I took all my miles from all my years of working WSL, flew first class for the first time in my life to Bali, straight lay flat, having wines from West Oz. I'm like, this is unreal. And so when you travel like that, it's not so bad. And once you get to Bali, there is everything you could ever want. There's lefts, rights, A-frames, beach breaks, nightlife, yoga, meditation, masturbation, everything going on. <laughs> it is a great place. Terima kasih, bagus sekali. We love you, Bali. I hope to get back. The Lok Dogs are very mental. They are such legends and the culture is amazing. I miss it all the time. But uh, guys, while we dream of Bali and traveling somewhere else, what do you guys got to say for the rest of your day? And what do you got to say for Bell's chat dog? Before I log off here and go to take my daughter to her swimming daughter to her swimming lesson not my dog my daughter uh i just want to revitalize an idea that i mentioned before and it's a surf movie that i had in kind of honor of the the australian premiere i believe of uh, the greatest surf movie in the universe by vaughn and nick Polay. uh i want to bring back the board in the stone i wrote a little article on it and it's loosely based off of the 1963 Disney animated film and the 1938 book by T.H. White of the same name, The Sword in the Stone. The Board in the Stone, can we get Vulcan involved? I don't know. But all I got to say is we got Tom Curran starring as Merlin, the famed wizard Merlin. <laughs> and we got Mason Ho as the young orphan named Arthur who <laughs> under <laughs> Merlin's strange tutelage finds the finds it deep in uh, within his soul to fulfill his destiny and become the king of shredland the old king of shredland was none other than kelly slater but he died without an heir and magically a stone appeared at the base of his castle and there was a board and there was an inscription on that stone that said whoever can remove this board will become the new king of shredland after all the knights tried their luck you got gabe italo felipe felipe john john None of them are successful. The, the inscription gets forgotten and it sends Shredlin into what is known as the Great Lull. But there's a, <laughs> there's, a, there's a swell that's been forecasted and they're calling a contest. I'll leave it at that. 
dude, <laughs> that is epic. Would you mind if uh, we all, get it going? Yeah, I mean, could I play Tom Curran in that film, or is Tom Curran playing Tom Curran? You can play. You can play. Uh, you can play Tom Curran playing Tom Curran. You can okay. do like a Robert Downey Jr. kind of thing. We can figure it out. You can play yourself right. playing Tom Curran as Tom Curran. Free scrubber. Wow. Yeah. Dude, I love the film and wow, what a great plot. Oh, wait, I got one one more character, Archimedes. In the animated film, it's uh, Merlin's smart-talking, wisecracking sidekick who is actually an owl. It's actually in the book as well. But in my film, The Board in the Stone, if we can get him, I'd love to have Sterling Spencer star as Archimedes. Ooh. Oh, okay. As an owl. <laughs> Dude, I love the film. When are we going to get it greenlit? When are we going to go into production? I'm ready to go and I love it. So if you guys are listening and you believe in this, let's up a little GoFundMe. Let's yeah. set up some crowdsourcing. Let's get behind this and let's do this thing, dude. Yeah. And check out, head over to Host TV, their blog. Uh, I've been uh, writing some articles for them and I kind of flush it out a little bit more and more detail on, on that site. We can link it or whatever, but it's all there. I think it's just an absolute just winner of a film. Oh, and I mean, there's more. I got more. I mean, Christian Fletcher is going to portray a, a Cyclops and he's summoned <laughs> the help of the evil novelty wave water nymph, maybe led by Ben Gravy. I don't know. Okay. And then he goes to, uh, then he, to the next distant land. He's uh, confronted by a group of uh, barrel mongers, Australian barrel mongers, Parco, Fano, Taj, Dingo. I don't know. And they try to, they try to come to an understanding, but they can't because the, the barrel mongers just keep putting O's on the ends of words. And so everything hairs are crossed. <laughs> Is Mark Zuckerberg the villain? <laughs> no, but in a great turn <laughs> with Merlin, Tom Curran, or Hendo portraying Tom Curran, portraying Merlin, uh, Merlin's got one final test for Arthur, and that is you must, it, basically he says, you must beat the great one to be great. And he points Ooh. up at the sky, there's a shiny orb. And he goes, wow, that's a weird looking sun. He goes, that's not the sun. The orb turns its Slater's head. When the king of Shredland Slater <laughs> died, he became a god. So with one swipe of his godly hand, he swipes him up and up into paradise where he's now reigning. And strangely enough, paradise looks exactly like Sir French and Lamore. So I don't know. Wow. And yeah, he they have a, you know, kind of like a karate kid uh, interaction. And then he sends him back down just in time. For the end of the contest, which was won by Gabe in the film. <laughs> Gabe tries to remove the board from the stone. Still can't. <laughs> the other knights try their luck again. Can't. Here comes Mason Ho as uh, Arthur out of the crowd. Wow. With Tom Curran and Sterling Spencer on his side. Archimedes and Merlin just pulls the board out of the stone like it's nothing. Unreal. And there we are. I just think it's, I think we got to get this off the ground. Yeah. Who do we talk to, Hendo? Let's go. Have you gotten that copywritten or trademarked yet? Because people are listening. You got to well, get <laughs> in the, uh, I think, it, I think the way I understand basic copyright laws is if I say copyright, it's now copyrighted. Yeah. And I wrote on the article in the host TV blog, uh, <laughs> all ideas copyrighted by CM Stasel, which is one of my, my many monikers. Uh, so yeah, don't try it. Don't try it, okay? <laughs> Do something. Don't try or, it. Don't try it, or I know exactly what I'm going to use the 1K from the loser's layer for, okay? <laughs> Sue your ass. I'm going to call my lawyer, Taylor. 
Well, there you have it. The milk is for the baby Mad Modigan. And look out for The Board and the Stone coming to theaters hot in 2024, 25, maybe. Volcom, hit us up. Let's go. The Board and the Stone, a Volcom yeah. film. Wooly, you listening? Wooly? Bemi, you listening? Um, Taylor, what uh, what are your parting words, mate? Oh, I'd say let's go. Uh, let's go Rio. Let's go. Uh, I don't know how I follow that up. I don't know how I follow up the board in the stone, but the contest has got called on and I'm going to be no, I know where I'll be for the next couple hours watching bells. His name is Rio and he dances. In the <laughs> I am tuning in as well. And Hey, if we could do a sequel to board in the stone, I'm looking at Willow and the milk <laughs> is for the baby mad Modigan. I am happy to do that. Or maybe even princess bride with that nasty ass little rat thing. Down. We, we got down. some ideas here. I've also had an idea for a film. I can't give away too many details on here because it's not copyright yet, but it's a good idea. Chad Taylor will all brainstorm it next time. But guys, thank you guys so much for tuning into the Frothcast. Good luck with survival league and the WSL Frothcast fam. We wish you all much luck. See ya at bells. Ring it. Adios. All right, dudes, that's it for this episode. Thank you so much to my friends, Taylor and Chad from Survival League for stopping by. Always a classic honor to chat with you. Guys, good luck with Survival League, everyone out there. Good luck with the Frothcast fam on the WSL Fantasy website. And hey, good luck with life. I hope you're happy. And I hope that you're just frothing in the free world, sending love, hugs, and shakamahalos your way. You all deserve much happiness, much love, and uh, occasionally the horizontal mambo. I hope you get weird and froth a couple cold ones. Have a great night. Thank you, guys. Later. <laughs>